For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. Bet on yourself today. Spend your life living. Find an advisor at northwesternmutual.com.
Hello. Hello. to double check that man this should only take about 10 15 minutes man uh you know i sent you the questions i hope you're good with those oh yeah they're fine all right yeah and that's just a guide i mean the conversation might lead us to something else or slide something in or you you know you get to taking us down memory lane and all that good stuff so you know what i mean it's just it's not just a flat out whatever's on there so um that's just somewhere to help us start from and frame the conversation um we record the edit so if you don't like an answer or you kind of want to say something over again just let me know I can throw a question back at you or start it over, um, and we can use a little podcast magic. Uh, the goal is to make you sound as good as possible and help you promote yourself. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Um, yeah, and uh, if, it was, if it's nothing else, man, it's just a conversation, so there's nothing to be nervous about or anything like that. Okay. All right. We're going to get started. All right. This is with an Ohio Bias, a podcast for real fans with D.N. Jake, and we're trying to bring the heat gym style. We got the one and only Chuck Little Diesel Williams on the podcast. Chuck, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. All right, Chuck. And, uh, of course, we're going to talk all things bodybuilding and a little bit about what he does to help his clients prepare as well uh, with Chuck. Um, Chuck, uh, tell us, man, just how you got started bodybuilding. Uh, did it find you or did you find it or was it something that you always wanted to do? Uh, literally, man, it, it found me. Um it was just one of them things that uh, I was just the guy that was always in the gym. And then um, a few people would ask me, you know, like, hey, hey, you play football? Like, you play for a team? And I'm like, nah, you know, I'm just in here working out. And uh, pretty much when I started, like, cleaning up my eating and started shaping my body, that was when the questions started coming, like, are you bodybuild or you compete? And I'm just like, nah. And it just happened pretty much like a, a guy just came up to me and, and was just like, you know, man, if you uh if you if you uh look looked into bodybuilding and I'm just like, nah, nah, you know, I don't I don't wanna be on stage, you know, in my in the little thong thingy, you know. And um and uh, the, the guy started laughing, and he was just like, nah, man, you know, I've been watching you for the past, like, four or five months, and, you know, uh, the stuff that you are able to do is it's not normal, you know, and uh, you have some great, you have great genetics, and you should seriously think about competing. So, you know, I laughed it off, and, you know, and I had a, I had a buddy that was, he was actually getting ready for a show, and... I remember working out with him, and he said the same thing. Like, hey man, dude, if you did a, if you did bodybuilding, you would dominate the sport. And then it was just like, all right, man, I'll think about it. You know, so pretty much, like, I want to say about that summer, I just uh, reached out to the the guy came up to me again, and then I just told him like, you know, if I I don't know no coaches. And, you know, this, that, the fourth, and he was just like, okay, uh, 
well, I got a guy for you that will that will coach you uh, for 25 weeks for free. What's your next excuse? And then I just looked at him and I was like, I ain't got no excuse. Let's do it. So then we started and then my first show, it was just like, first show I took, I believe, second place in my class. And that was pretty much like once I stepped on stage and I got the, I, I just got bit by that bug and I just kept going. Now, what was the feedback like after that first show, and what kept you from getting first place, or what did the judges tell you in prejudging and things like that, or was it just all a blur because it was your first experience? Well, really, like, uh, I honestly thought I had it at first. You know, I thought I I took the first place, but, you know, uh, the judges pretty much told me I was lacking in my hamstrings area, and they told me to bring them up a little bit, and um, you should, you, 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 once you bring those up, you'll you'll pretty much start winning. So I just went back to the gym and just I think I did hamstrings like three times a week all the way up until I competed again, which was like the show I did was in October. That was my very first show. And then I went back and did the same show again in the spring in March. And we're so happy to be joined by Chuck Little Diesel Williams on the podcast. Uh, Chuck, Tell us a little bit about something, because you seem like you're a little skeptical going into, you know, starting your career. So tell us a little something about, you know, maybe a misconception or something that you learned in the bodybuilding world wasn't the way that you thought it was before you started training uh, to compete. Um, Like, it wasn't pretty much like when I had, I was skeptical about it just going in because, you know, I knew nothing about it and, um, I just knew a few bodybuilders off the top of my head, and then it was just like I really just didn't know nothing about it, and I didn't know if I would be good at it, you know. Like so, it was just one of them situations where I was just like, "All right, well, I'll just do it and see." And then once I pretty much got it in and got my feet wet in the process and everything like that, it just pretty much like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was. You know, okay, I I can do this again. You know, like it it wasn't as hard as at all as people would say it was. You know, because I was kind of already living the lifestyle before I got into it. I just didn't know it. Now, do you have a better place to put those trophies you've been winning at than on top of that uh, washing uh, machine, man? <laughs> yeah, man, I got a whole room now. I had to clean out the. Uh, I got a whole room now. Like it, I just sat those up there just to just to take the picture. But I got a, literally a whole bedroom full of them. Well, tell us about some of like you know maybe a memorable moment um, from when you you know won after you know your first time, and then of course take us through the moment when you went pro and you got your pro card, your IFBB pro card. Um, now my first the the my first overall win was pretty much the like the stamp for me, like, okay, I can, I can go pro, you know, because that was when I actually, the show before that I did, uh, in, in like the first week of May, I believe it was a show called the Pittsburgh championships Mm -hmm. that I did. And that was from that show. When I got done with that show, that's when I met my current coach and, Brian Hoytig just pretty much, he just pretty much told me, 
he looked at me and he said, if you follow exactly what I tell you to do, and you do this, do the do the show, do the North Coast Championship show. You will win the overall. I would guarantee it. And then I, I honestly believed him right then and there. Like, all right. And then he was just like, yeah, just uh, shoot me a text on Sunday, and then we'll start. So I ended up like I, I ended up sending him a text like that Sunday, and that was like a whole complete different type of getting ready for a show. So that whole process was new, you know, like the whole eating different foods to dry your body out, you know. So I was that was my first like real like 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 he said, you know, he's and he was the next level coach. So uh, so he really just like the food I was eating and then he was explaining everything to me and it gave me a better sense of knowledge of what I was eating and what the food was actually doing to my body. How fun was that adjustment, seeing the gains that you got from eating different, you know, vegetables or finding things that you maybe didn't know that you would ever like, you know, food-wise and, and, you know, applying the nutrition to your craft? Yeah, like, it was the thing The thing that was new for me was all the egg whites. Hmm. You know, I never had to eat as many egg whites. And, like, probably my second week, I, it just it just became normal. Like, I ended up, they were just eating them like it was normal and um and me eating fish you know when I got ready for my other shows I never had fish you know because I was going off a different type of diet which was a macronutrients you know and then with him he was telling me exactly what to eat how many ounces and everything like that exactly what to eat so that was completely different too as versus me eating uh eating what a pop tart in to fit in my macros now I'm not eating that pop tart now I'm eating uh, uh eating oatmeal or I'm eating grits mm-hmm. you know so that that was that was an, another thing that was new and different for me as well you know I was just sitting there like man this is crazy how much my body was changing like it was literally changing like every 48 hours it was different Very interesting. So happy to be joined by Chuck Little Diesel Williams here on the podcast. And Chuck, um, we talk about the competitions, man. There's one that's not as far as Pittsburgh. It happens at Kent State. Um, you were successful there, as you just talked about, and even last year. Talk a little bit about the North Coast Championships uh, that Dean Caputo and Greg Cross and the families put on, and just how that, you know, winning there and being able to compete there in your own backyard in Northeast Ohio has an impact on your career. Oh, that was that was pretty. That was amazing right there. You know, um, Dean and Greg, you know, they they do a lot. You know, they actually do a lot for, you know, the overall competitors that win. You know, they get you involved in a lot of different stuff. You know, like, that was my – I actually got on Fox 8, you know, for the first time ever in my life, you know, you know, just for – to pro- help promote the show the following year, you know, and that was new for me. And, um and just having constant contact with Dean, you know, it, that, that that's always a good thing, you know, because he's been in the business for a while, you know. So if I have any type of questions, I'll ask him, you know, like, you know, so when you started, you know, type of questions like, you know, when you started, you know, like, 
how should I start about my rise in the ranks as a pro, you know, and just just because he's been there before, you know, and um, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. Now, how's the impact for you when you go to something like the Arnold Classic now? where you're at in your career versus when maybe you, you started out. We saw you were just down there here a couple weekends ago, and uh, you, you got a chance to talk with a legend. I'm going to let you say his name and t- tell folks who you talked to, but talk about how that conversation left you. Oh, yeah. Um, I pretty much went there, and I seen uh, Flex Wheeler, and uh, that was pretty much uh, – that was just my highlight right there, you know, just because while I was – getting ready for nationals to achieve to, to achieve my pro card, that's the only bodybuilder I was watching for the past the last four weeks, he was the only bodybuilder I was watching. You know, just by the way he was training, the way like he was literally like dieting hard, doing everything just hard and you know, and I I I lived the way he was posing. You know, it it got all that got me through a lot of cardio sessions. You know, YouTube and just watching him got me through a lot of cardio sessions. You know, without even me even thinking about doing cardio, just because I'm so caught up in like dissecting every move that he makes, every like how he works out, how heavy he trains. You know, and it and that was just. You know, and when I got it, it was when I achieved the pro card. It was just like, man, you know, it, it didn't even hit me until I pretty much got home. You know, like I woke up the next day and went to the gym and did cardio. Like it was like I just didn't win the pro card. You know, everybody was congratulating me and stuff, and I'm like, thank you, you know. But it just, you know, I wasn't, you know, like it just really didn't hit me until I got home and I was like, and I walked into my gym and then everybody started yelling at the top of their lungs, you know, and that, that was when it really hit me. Like, you know, when I sat back and I was just like, man, I I really achieved, you know, this goal that I set, like my very first time I stepped on stage, you know, I just, you know, I, I just hit a few roadblocks, you know, meaning, Roadblocks meaning financially, you know, you know, you you gotta you gotta be all in or you gotta be out, you know. So, you know, I had to sacrifice a few things, you know. Like I'm I'm a shoe guy, you know. I like to buy shoes, but when I'm in prep, I don't buy shoes, you know, because I'm I'm so focused and all my money is going to the food and all the extra hundreds of dollars that I have to buy shoes is going towards my food and nutrition. You know, so you gotta you gotta sacrifice something. You know, so it was just like for me, it was just like, all right, I can I can hold off and not buying no shoes, no clothes, no anything for a few months until I get to where I want to be. Flexing or Ferragamos, man, isn't the, the sacrifices have to be made to achieve those goals? Um, yeah. and we talk we talk about goals, Chuck. Tell us what now are the goals? Um, we know that you're you know taking clients on the side now. Are you have you given back to uh, people? I can only imagine in the gym with the experiences that you have. But what's some other goals that you have, and where are you trying to take your career? Uh, you know, the next goal for me is to pretty much I want to win my pro debut. Well, I'm not want to. I'm pretty much going to. I'm going to make sure I do. Or I'll be close to doing it. You know, because me and when I'm, I, I I speak into existence when, 
when I'm dieting. I, that's how I feed my mind, and that's how I. That's just me. That's just what I do. I speak into existence. You know, I don't. A lot of people will call it arrogant, cocky. Me, I speak into existence. So if I'm looking at a show, I'm doing the show to win it. I'm not doing the show to come in second. You know, so my goal is to come in and just shock the bodybuilding industry with my symmetry, with my conditioning, and just of all around growth. You know, I have not, I have not posted any any current pictures yet. You know, I'm 40 pounds heavier than I was on stage. Hmm. You know, so it's it's like, you know, when I do post it, it's going to be a huge difference, and you're going to see, like, okay, amateur pro, you know. So it's it's like I'm – and that's why I, I'm, I'm, I don't really post too much because I want to come in under the radar. You know, it's a, it's a lot of – a lot of people, they give – like right now, just by the way I am right now, you know, I can flood everybody's timelines, just showing everybody how I look now, you know, because I'm not out of shape. You know, I don't, I don't rarely get out of shape, you know. So it's like with me, I just want to shock people with my change, you know, just from, you know, the 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 one sacrifice that I made this off season was not going out, you know, I didn't go out at all. Once I won my pro card, everybody else would go celebrate and live life. Me, I nah. I'm gonna sit at home and I'm gonna keep going to the gym and keep hitting it like I'm like I have a show. I'm gonna take the off season just as serious as I do the in season, you know, and, and see what's the outcome of that, you know. And then I'm 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 pleased to say I'm happy with it. My coach is happy with it, you know, and I'm sure everybody will be happy with it when I'm. When I get the okay to start flooding timelines here, because I've been wait, I've been itching. Don't get me wrong, I've been itching, you know. But you know, I'm I'm just I listen to my coach, you know. So if my coach tells me we we not post anything or post workout videos or that's what that's what I'm doing, you know. I I I'm, I got a hundred percent trust in my coach, and and as far as me with my clients, you know, they love it. You know, and I, I love it, too, because I, especially when I'm getting ready for a show, because I like to transform right in front of them, hmm. you know, and, and that's and that's the thing that they appreciate the most, too. All my clients, you know, they've been with me since day one, since, they, since I started personal training. Any client that came to me while I was dieting or before I started, they, they, they've been with me for the past two, two plus years. You know, and then they, they just love, like, when I come in the gym and I'm like, all right, prep starts Sunday. And then it's just like, oh, yes, yes, I love, I love it. They they just love watching, like, me transform, right? Like they say, it's like you transform right in front of my eyes. You know, and I'm just like, yeah, that's that's good. I, that's how I would like to motivate you. You know, and then they, they actually – they actually step up they workouts. They might actually go on a diet once I once I show them, yeah, I've been on a diet for four weeks, this is how much weight I dropped. This is how how I change. You know, and then it's motivating for them and then anything that's motivating for them is motivating for me. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we're gonna get you out of here on these last two questions. Uh one, right now you talk about doing the cardio. 
what you got in the headphones, man, that keeps you going, you know, if you get a little sluggish or you don't you feel like lifting versus running? Uh I have a lot of motivational speakers. I listen okay. to a lot of Les Brown. Uh I listen to a lot of uh Cleveland's own Les Brown, you know. Yes, yes, yes. I listen to him. Um I listen to a lot of uh Eric Thomas. Uh let's see. Uh I, T.D. Jake, I, I, a lot of motivational speakers I listen to. Um, I also would go on YouTube and I'll watch like some of my body, like some of my favorite bodybuilders, Flex Wheeler, Ronnie Coleman, just the the, the intensity of their training, and I'll and I'll it, it I'll kind of feed off of it a little bit. Now you say the mental and the like, almost the mental side is as big as you know keeping yourself prepped as a as in being in the gym. Oh yes, it's, it's very mental. Like bodybuilding is what people need to understand is yeah you 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 have to be strong, but you have to be strong in the mind as well. You have to train your mind as well. You know, like uh, your mental state is everything. You know, you can't you can't be around a bunch of negative people. You know, like. You gotta me. I, I go. I, I call it my box mode. I call it box mode. When I go in box mode, everybody that knows me, they know I'm. I'm not gonna show up to any fun function. They know not not to call me or text me about anything if it's not about lifting or going to the gym. Hmm. You know, like all my buddies know that. You know, and even when I'm, if I post something on my story and I tell them like, all right. Box mode, don't hit me up for nothing unless it's a hey, check what time you're going to be at the gym. All right, Chuck, this last question here, man, is always the easiest question. Uh, we want you to just share with folks how they can follow you on social when you do post. When you're going to flood that timeline, we want them to be able to turn those notifications on. And then, of uh, course, man, the shout-outs to your coaches and all the folks that help you do what you're able to do and win these big events. Oh, okay. Um yeah, my Instagram is uh Lil Diesel uh underscore IFBB Pro. Um and I I should be flooding timelines here probably in the next couple weeks. Um and uh I wanna thank my gym, uh King's Gym in Bedford, Bedford, Ohio, where I personal train and where I train out of uh out of that gym as well. Um same as Lifetime Fitness, you know, I train out of there as well um, when I'm getting ready as far as me prepping for a show. I uh, want to thank my coach, Brian Hoytig, the man in charge, the mad scientist. That's what we call him because he just got the formula for everything. So I want to give him a big shout-out and a big thank you just for just believing in me, just just from seeing me backstage. Um, and that's pretty much it. And then will you be, uh, you probably have to be there, but I don't know if you're competing again this year, May 26th in Kendall, Ohio, North Coast Championships. I know you have to be there for your ceremonial duties to be on stage and things like that as a past winner, but, um, are you competing then? And when's the next competition coming up for you? Uh, yeah, I will. I definitely will be down there. Um, I'll always be at the shows. I'll probably be at, I will most likely be at prejudging. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always show up to uh, a Dean and Greg show. You know, 
no matter how busy I get, I will make time just to be there. Um, and as far as show wise, you guys are going to have to stay tuned. I can't, I can't really say anything right now. Um, but if anything, uh, I'll be looking to be on stage about 11 weeks from now or, or, you know, I could pop up sooner. I just don't know yet. You know, I'm just working and just following my coach's protocol. If, if he says, give me the green light to, for a show, and then we'll pop up early. But right now, I'm, I'm shooting for about 12, 12 to 11 weeks. That's what I'm shooting for right now. It's a, it's a few shows going on that weekend. I just haven't zeroed on one on yet. On All one right. yet. You know, but I'm definitely, I'm, I've been prepping for about, about six weeks now, though. So I've been, I'm, I'm prepping for a show. So, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. We'll end it there, man. We thank you so much for sharing your time, man. We know you got to get back in box mode. So, man, we appreciate this little foray, man, of talking about your career and all things bodybuilding. Thank you so much, Chuck. Oh, thank you. All right, man, we're done, man. I didn't know if you had a show or not that you wanted to talk about, so I didn't want to put you out there, brother. Oh, no, no, it's cool. It's all good. (laughs) All right. Anything you feel like you want to um, drop again or anything like that? You feel good about everything? Oh, no, everything's good. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Oh, yeah. No, very good answers, man. Very good answers. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I will probably finish it here, and we'll probably have it up Saturday, man, Um, and I'll send you the link on Instagram and everything to the interview and everything like that, so. All right, thank you. Um, I do have one one last question. Um, is it cool to take a couple pictures from your IG just to use for the um, post? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, all right. No, I just have to clear it with people, man. You know what I'm saying? You never oh, know. Yeah. You never know these yeah. days. Oh, you never trust know. me. I, I believe it. I believe uh, it. <laughs> I always want to try to make sure I ask that and get that on the record, too. You know what I'm so, yeah, right. All right, man. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you so much for your time. All right, thank you. You have a good night. Take care. All right, bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.